As a result of the arrest of a man aged 18 on suspicion of murder, police claim there have been no reports of gunshots. Swedish school An 18-year-old student was detained and charged with murder after two ladies were stabbed at a high school in southern Sweden on Monday, according to police. The two ladies, both in their 50s, worked at Malmö Latin Skola, a secondary school in the heart of Malmö, Sweden's third-largest city, according to a police statement issued after the incident. According to reports in the local media, the alleged attacker called an emergency number to report his location, and that he had laid his weapon down and admitted to killing two individuals. Swedish School News and Police Investigate According to various Swedish news outlets, he was equipped with a knife and an axe. According to the police report, the suspect was apprehended without incident shortly after the arrival of the first patrol. In an earlier report issued later in the evening, authorities stated that two persons were hurt, out of the about 50 people who were present when the event occurred. Officials reported that the two victims were brought to the hospital but their lives were deemed unsalvageable. Fredrik Hemencho, the school principal, told the Swedish tabloid often blotted that the situation was very dreadful. Read more. There will be a greater risk of deadly floods if London's housing crisis is solved. Russian missiles hit an aircraft repair plant in Lviv. COVID-19, U.S. surpasses 800,000 deaths. At around 5.15 p.m., 16.15 GMT, the police were called to the scene and were able to enter the school with a first patrol. The interior of the facility is being inspected by heavily armed and equipped police officers, according to video footage. The incident occurred in a newly constructed extension of the school which was built in 1406 after the Pope granted permission for its construction and operation through an official letter of privilege. In the beginning, it was intended to instruct local youth in Christian religion and Latin language. Many police cars and ambulances were still on the scene, several hours after the incident occurred, and the school remained sealed off with police tape for several hours after that. Nils Norling, a spokesman for the Swedish police, said that after initial reports of shouting in the school, we have received more information that indicated to a severe crime being committed and that violence was taking place in the school. The first police patrol on the scene was able to arrive at the school and apprehend a male suspect, says the officer. As a result of their investigation, they discovered that there were two injured people inside the school, he explained. Up to this point, no motive has been discovered. According to the authorities, who conducted a detailed investigation of the scene and interviewed witnesses, they are confident that the suspect acted alone. In the words of one of the investigation's leaders, Asa Nielsen, we still have a lot of work to do to figure out what happened and what motivated this horrible conduct. And slur formerly reserved for moderate Republicans has been turned into a political weapon. The slur that will define the 2022 primary campaign season is now taking shape, Reno. Republican in name only is an abbreviation that has been around for a while. Ex-presidential candidate Donald Trump's repeated usage of the word has made the term obsolete, making it an insult to be avoided at all costs. It is possible to track the spread of the insult. Reno was scarcely mentioned in TV commercials during the 2018 midterm elections, according to Ad Impact, an ad monitoring agency for Politico. From Senate and House contests to State House contests, Candidates have indeed spent upwards of $4 million on TV advertising pursuing Reno's in 2022. On top of all that, there have been several calls to action on social media and in mailers targeting Republicans who identify as Reno's, 
as well as the Reno Hunter t-shirts worn by conservatives in Palm Springs, California, with such a bullseye in place of a O previously last year as well. No bags are limited during the Reno season. On Twitter, Longshot House candidate Nick Torres shared a snapshot of the gathering. Former South Carolina Republican Rep. Bob Inglis, who was called a Reno after losing a contest in 2010, remarked that the strength of the movement seems to be becoming ever stronger. On today's talk show, the intensity of the rhetoric has gone up significantly. To discredit Mehmet Oz's conservative credentials, an anti-Obama super PAC in Pennsylvania launched television commercials picturing him hiding behind a rhinoceros. Desperate Representative Mo Brooks, after Trump hinted he could rethink his support for Brooks in the Alabama Senate contest, released a TV commercial singing right from Trump's playbook only last week. His conservative ideals had been compromised by Renos who were debt junkies, weak-kneed, open-border Renos, he said. The word establishment has become a convenient shorthand for the MAGA crowd. In part, Republican pollster Jim McLaughlin said, it's powerful because it is a term that comes out of the mouths of the people and the base. Candidates who bash squishy Republicans the same way they do strengthen a feeling of familiarity with their opponents. Reiterating the importance of the primaries to the party's core supporters, a former Republican congressman from Colorado, helped stoke the fire, he added. Check out latest. Angela Merkel German Chancellor. Democrat campaign unseat Kirsten Cinema testing a hero. Bob Dole Tribute Trump's Social Media Stock Although the name Reno has been in use for over a century, its connotation has evolved throughout that time period as well. It used to be that if a Republican supported tax hikes or abortion rights or gun regulation, he or she would be labeled an anti-conservative Reno. To this day, the phrase is used almost entirely for those Republicans who refuse to pledge allegiance to Donald Trump, a reflection of the GOP's increasingly shaky ideological foundations under Trump. As a Republican strategist and co-founder of the Lincoln Project, Mike Madrid explains, the phrase's relevance lies in its capacity to impose discipline within the tribe. What was once about philosophy is now about allegiance, according to Madrid's assessment. You are not faithful, says the party now that it lacks orthodoxy. The evidence for this is unambiguous. Reno turncoats. Reno traders, and even Reno communist traders were among of the terms used by a right-wing pack to describe Republicans who voted to impeach Trump on January 6 and to investigate the rebellion at the Capitol. Ken Paxton, the Texas Attorney General, has started advertising social media advertisements urging voters to select Reno establishment versus Trump by contrasting a picture of him and Trump with that of George P. Bush and his father, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush. Campaigning against Rep. Thomas Massey, RKY, Republican Claire Veerth accuses him of turning his back on President Trump and calling out Reno Republicans in a video. There are now so many Renos in the Republican Party that even the most conservative stalwarts might be considered Renos. The Republicans Trump has tagged with the moniker Reno Congressman Peter Meyer in the last six months alone include Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. When it comes to loser Liz Cheney, she's a Republican by name only. Among them are Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, former President George W. Bush, and the whole Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County, Arizona they all have one thing in common, they all reject Trump's phony allegations of election fraud, or worse, they all want Trump impeached.